God has called us to a specific assignment. We are in revival right now, the beginnings of revival, a huge move of God that will change the nation, the world, that will change the body of Christ forever. There is a big harvest coming. But this revival is going to look different than the revivals that we've seen in the past. And in this revival, God is restoring the offices of the apostles and the prophets in the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry is vital to the body of Christ. It's what we see in the book of Acts. When you read the book of Acts, you find apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. You see every single office operating. And there was never supposed to be a time where some of those offices would fizzle out. God speaks specifically and directly in the Bible the importance of why we have all of these offices of ministry. And over time, some of the offices have fizzled out. So right now we're in the season where God is restoring the lost offices and he's restoring the true fivefold ministry, which means he is restoring the Acts Church. And we can admit that the body of Christ today, it doesn't look like the Acts Church for the most part. The church that we see in Acts, the church that was full of power, the the Bible says that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. We don't see healings and deliverances, demons cast out, people raising from the dead, for the most part. By and large, we're not even seeing the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a, a, a move of God in power, a move of the Holy Spirit. We're not seeing, by and large, prophetic ministry. There's so much of the book of in the book of Acts that the way that church was that we are not seeing today. And the real reason why is that we do not have the fivefold ministry. We're not having all five offices operating. And I wanted to share with you why it is important for you to know about the fivefold ministry. What does this matter to you? Why is this significant? Why do you need to learn about it? And why do you need to be in a ministry that has the fivefold ministry? You might be wondering those things. And that is why, is because we are not seeing so much of the book of Acts in our church today because we are missing these offices. This is a systemic issue like we are seeing today um, systemic racism, m m many of us didn't know that that existed, that systemic racism existed. It was a problem today. And God is opening our eyes up to see today that it is a problem, that it very much is there. There's a systemic problem that has to be worked out, that there has to be change. And very similarly, we see that in the body of Christ, that there's a systemic issue, that the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and pastors and teachers, they are the leadership of the body of Christ. So when your leadership is affected, that's going to trickle down to every single area. That's directly affecting all of us. It's affecting the whole body of Christ when the leadership is affected. So that's why it's important 
for you to know. It's very important. You know, you might feel like it doesn't affect you directly. Like many believers, we we like to go through our days, you know, opening up our devotional and 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 learning the same things. Like how can like developing your per, our personal relationship with Jesus and like just staying focused in maybe the same, maybe like I'll say milky teachings or a specific part of your relationship with God, the one that the part that's fun or the part that's um, mushy or whatever, like our favorite part we, we might like to focus on and maybe learning about the fivefold ministry. Maybe you feel like you don't want to learn about it or maybe it doesn't affect you directly, but it affects you directly. And you are missing out a lot when you don't understand it and when you don't accept it and you don't know how to receive it. Similarly to systemic racism today, many of us didn't didn't want to f- put our eyes there and learn about it um, because we felt like it wasn't affecting us directly. And white brothers and sisters, now you're finding out that it is affecting you directly because you have brothers and sisters in Christ that it's affecting. Moms and dads and cousins and uncles and aunts or just your fellow man, fellow brothers and sisters, you have a responsibility. If you are being complicit, if you're being part of the problem by not educating yourself and learning what you can do to make change, then you're being part of the problem. You're being part of the the oppressor, right? So our eyes are open up to something that we didn't think really affected us, so we don't really want to put our minds there, to now we're learning this really does affect me. This is actually really important. This is exactly where I need to put my mind and focus right now in this season. This is what God's calling me to, and it will change the nation and the world if I become a part of this, if I put my eyes to this, something that I thought didn't directly affect me or wasn't the most fun subject to look at, but I God is calling me to be here now. So... That's where we are today also with the fivefold ministry in in the church. God is calling us to, I know it's not normal for us to learn about the fivefold ministry, but that is where God is calling us to put our eyes to and to understand why it's so important, why it is so vital to every believer and to the body. It's like um, Ephesians 4.11 it says, if you, and I want you to open up your Bibles. If you have your Bibles, please, especially this passage, Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. Verse 11, as you're opening it up, I'll start to read. Verse 11, it says, and his gifts, Jesus' gifts to the church were buried. He gave us gifts. And these gifts to the church were apostles special messengers, representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors to shepherd and teachers to guide and instruct. He did this to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people, for works of service, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and and grow spiritually to become a mature believer. I'll stop there for now. So what I just read, it says that God gave us these ministries, these offices. And the reason he did give us these was to equip and perfect the saints and mature the saints. That is why he gave them to us. I want you to think of of school. Teachers are very important. 
and they are equipped to be teachers. And they, they are equipped to equip. They equip and help mature children and students until they can become well-rounded, educated, mature adults ready to be amazing people in this world, right? They have a special grace upon them, teachers. That's their purpose and they're very important. There are also different subjects. There are, there's an English teacher, there's an English class, there's a math teacher in math class, there's science, there's social studies, there's history, there's art, there's music, there's physical education, there's health, there's technology, there's many different subjects. And all of these subjects are important, we can agree. Um, but imagine a day in the future, imagine years and years and years and years from now where one by one certain teachers were eliminated because they were seen as not as important, not as significant, not as vital. We can even see today how there was Christianity incorporated somewhat in schools, but it's been pulled out, right? Like they're trying to get it taken out of the Pledge of Allegiance, One Nation Under God. And in history, more Christianity was there and there you could learn about the Bible somewhat or, and, and as time has gone by, now evolution is in, is in science that didn't used to be there. We're, we're learning about even health class, the things that they're teaching children in many schools is looking very different than what we learned about growing up. Um, so you're seeing how there's this evolution of taking out certain things that were essential for children to learn and little by little putting in different things, different theology in school. Well, you've already been hearing, like we've been hearing the past few years or more that some people are trying to get music and art out of schools, taken out of schools, not seeing them as important. We know that's not right. That's important. We need to have arts in school. Um, but yet, yeah, many people are against it and trying to get it taken out. Imagine school many years from now, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 100 years from now. You know how technology is becoming so important, even science. With coronavirus, science is being elevated more than usual. Like we are basing everything on science. It's like so important. So recently, like there's such, there seems to be so much more of an importance of science and technology in, in the world and society. So imagine as years go by, there comes a day where arts are taken out, physical education is taken out. Um, history is taken out. We're learning about that today, that a lot of our history was even taken out. A lot of hit black history has been taken out of truth that has happened. Okay. So what if, imagine history altogether is taken out. Okay. And imagine there's just now technology and science. There are the two classes left. They're the only things that matter is what people think. 
but this would happen gradually and when you're there the, the 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 people in charge of the schooling they would make it seem like we're doing a great job technology and science is so important and we love the kids and these are this is why school is the way it is today and la da 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 da, da. it happens gradually so many people don't don't know the huge problem it is that the arts were taken out that history was taken out that all of the subjects were taken out people don't know many people in those days don't know how wrong that is what a big pro a massive problem that that is how now the students are not being well-rounded at all we can imagine that we're already seeing that right so i give you that example because that is is what has happened to the body of christ today but even on a deeper scale because offices of ministry leaders in the in the in the body of christ pastors teachers evangelists prophets apostles they're doing they're teaching and they're maturing and, and edifying and equipping believers but they're doing much more than teaching because there's spiritual things happening it's the living god working inside these offices right and there's impartation happening and when they teach it's anointed words it's the power of god in them that's now going and, and being released to you to the believers they're receiving impartation so they're receiving knowledge biblical truth but they're receiving anointing power of god with that protecting them from the devil's schemes opening up their eyes to see in the spiritual realm what god needs them to see receiving impartation to walk in the power of god to release miracles to people so as i share this you understand why these offices of ministry affect you directly and are so important to you so that school example that I gave you, imagine a day where there's just science and technology left. And science is important and technology is, is, is important. But the other, other subjects are very important too. And so that's what we're looking at in the body of Christ today, where we're looking at we have the pastoral ministry, which by the way, most pastors are actually operating as evangelists evangelists have a call to reach the lost they have a call to bring the lost into the the church so that they can there be e equipped and matured and grow their specific calling is after the lost to get people saved so with the 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 move of God through Billy Graham and God was 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 doing something specific was was highlighting and strengthening the and introducing the evangelist ministry to the body of Christ. So he did that through Billy Graham. But the thing is, is that now we're shifting in a season where God's now introducing the apostolic ministry and the prophetic ministry but the thing is is that many people don't understand 
that we need all of the offices and think because we of the day that we live in and through Celine Billy Graham, we think that the evangelist ministry is, is the whole body of Christ, is the whole ministry. And so what we see today is we see many pastors actually operating as an evangelist or with the evangelist ministry where every single message or most is is the salvation message is like every message every single sunday is saying is trying to show people that god exists and trying to get people to believe in jesus and then at the end ending with an altar call and raising your hands if you if you believe in jesus and so that has been our like system of church that most people see as the way to do it and though that is very important that is vital there also has to needs to be a maturing too and and through these other offices is where maturing happens and growing happens so that other people and other believers in the body of Christ can move past the milk and go on to meat so that other believers in the body of Christ they can walk alongside brand new believers, help lead them to the Lord, and then help disciple them as we're all called to be disciples. But when we don't learn how to be disciples, we um, all stay like babies. And so what we have is a church full of babies and nobody that can mature them or trying to leave it up to like the pastor to mature everybody. Um that's not what we're called to. We're all called to disciple others, right? So um, we, we've we been seeing pastors operating as evangelists pretty much because it's the same message every week pretty much. And um, that's what we've been seeing. We've been seeing just the pastoral office, some evangelists, but pastors operating as evangelists and sometimes teachers, like, sometimes, like Joyce Meyer, for example, you will see certain teachers operating teachers they break up the word so that you can under that the believers can understand the meat they help people to understand they have a grace to break down the word of god so uh now we are in a season right now where god is introducing the apostolic and the prophetic and you need to you need to know that it's so important for for you because it's like the school example you're just receiving one one part when you need to be well rounded we look at ephesians 4 uh 4 12 he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints so if some of these offices are missing, you won't be fully equipped. You'll be somewhat equipped. Um, you won't be perfected uh, for works of service. See, to equip and perfect the saints for works of service so you can disciple others, so you can be spiritually mature and and be strong and and overcome spiritual warfare and be able to help others, you know? So many times we see baby Christians like fighting each other because they aren't matured 
to see that it's actually spiritual warfare and the devil doesn't want them to be friends, doesn't want them to be united, but they're stuck on the baby level. And so even, even simple things like, ha like fighting is, it becomes so common because we have babies that, that need maturing. They need the proper teachers, or in this case, according to the word of God, like offices of ministry, ministries to be able to mature them. So verse, verse, verse 13, uh, sorry, 12, to fully equip and perfect the saints, God's people for works of service, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of God. We're not, we've not reached that oneness yet. So that means this scripture here, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, that means that they will, they will all be here. We need to accept them though. <laughs> There's apostles and prophets that have been alive all throughout this time, but, but they are not recognized. They've just been rejected. Okay. But so it says until we reach the oneness in faith. So that means that all of these offices, they will be here and God needs them to be here in the church until Jesus returns. Because the Bible talks about how he's not going to return until his bride is blameless, spotless, pure. The bride is the church, the body of Christ. So ever since the church began, we've been in the process of becoming more beautified, removing the blemishes until Jesus comes. We're getting more beautiful as time goes on. So... That means that, that, that they weren't supposed to end. Apostles and prophets were not supposed to end uh, after the original apostles. That means that they were supposed to be here. God needs them to be there till Jesus comes. Uh, reaching, verse 13, until we all reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. I talked about how we're seeing certain certain lacks of the Acts Church today. And what we need to do is, is look at the core issue, look at the systemic issue, just like today with, with systemic racism. I think this is really amazing. God is like opening our eyes up to this like, systemic issue that like there might be systemic issues in other areas of life like he's using this amazing move of his to end to fix the systemic racism issue he's using this to help open our eyes in a new way because we're not used to thinking that way right and, and and opening our eyes to see this is a big deal systemic issues we need to really look into these things and be aware that they might be in other places like the body of christ so you see symptoms of the systemic problem, you know, with the church, we are seeing like, we're not seeing miracles by, by and large, people being healed, demons being cast out, people risen from the dead. We're not seeing prophecy by and large. We see that in the book of Acts. Uh, we're, we're, we're seeing believers staying stuck with addictions, sickness, um, staying stuck in a rut when there's actually a spiritual issue that, that, that God wants to be cast out, that they're not supposed to stay in that same rut their whole life, whether that's an addiction 
or a sickness or a mental illness. But, but God, his plan is to have prophets who can see, apostles who have prophetic ministry, prophetic eyesight to see, to be able to see the demonic issue, the demonic root that's there. Sometimes it's a generational curse. Sometimes it's a, it's demons that need to be cast out. And they, and, and all it takes is just one word, get out in Jesus name. And then that person is free of that addiction, is free of that sickness, is free of that mental illness. All of these diseases that we see here today, they are all, they all have a spiritual root. And God wants to actually heal every single kind of disease and sickness we've seen. Every one, even the ones that they say are incurable, God's plan, what he wants to do is cure them. But what is required is to have prophets, apostles with prophetic eyesight to see what's going on in the spiritual realm and with the anointing, the power of God to remove it. So we see certain issues like this in the church today. Like this isn't matching up to the Acts church. I don't see this in the church today. Uh, well, it's because we are missing some of these offices. And Ephesians 2.20 says that the apostles and prophets are actually the foundation of the church with Christ Jesus as the chief cornerstone. Uh, so that's our problem. God is not going to adapt to our way of doing church. Just like in that, the example I gave you of a school, if there's a school that only teaches science and technology and lost all the, all the other subjects, you're not going to miraculously have a person who now is, is well-rounded, who is going to be able to be uh, knowledgeable in all those different subjects, English, history. It doesn't work that way. So in the same way, when we eliminate apostles and prophets, we're not, we're going to be missing many things that the Acts Church have, has that, that God wants us to have today. So it says um, that God wants us to exercise our spiritual gifts in unity. So God wants us to have spiritual gifts, speaking in tongues, prophesying, interpreting tongues, a discernment, uh, all of these gifts that the, the Bible talks about. He wants us to have these, all the believers to have these gifts, healing. But the Bible just says right here that in order, in order for, this is why, in order for the believers to be able to exercise your spiritual gifts, you need to have these offices. This is right here, verse 13. He's explaining why all of these offices of ministry are important. And here we go. It says, exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. This is the amplified version. Verse 14, so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature. So here we have this, we've seen this issue of many baby Christians and not being spiritually mature. I think most people could probably see that, right? You just, you don't have mature Christians. Well, here we go. This is why, because the reason we have all these five offices is that so that we are no longer children, spiritually immature. 
tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine. When you have all of these fivefold offices, like for example, um, apostles and prophets, they each carry a grace to help mature. Teachers mature too, but they carry a grace to mature the believers and they carry prophetic anointing. So when you are a mature believer and have prophetic anointing, like your spiritual eyes are open, now you can discern when someone's coming with a religious spirit. It says sh shifting doctrine. You won't be uh, deceived by sh shifting doctrine. So today, many people are deceived by a doctrine coming over here, a doctrine coming over here, a religious spirit over here, over here because they aren't matured and they do not have the prophetic eyesight to discern, oh, this is a Christian speaking this, but this is actually, they're being used by the devil. This is not the doctrine of Jesus. Many people do not have that discernment today. And so any Christian that comes to them with a different doctrine, they'll believe or they'll be confused. Why? According to the scripture, it's because we don't have all five offices of ministry. Um, so that so that we are no longer children, spiritually mature, tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea, and carried about by every wind of shifting doctrine, by the cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profit. So we have people being deceived by people who are there for the profit, for personal profit, for fame, for money, for other reasons other than the will of God. So people aren't able to see this because they don't have, they're not receiving the nutrients, the spiritual food anointing that comes through the fivefold ministry. We need all five offices for this. Verse 15, but speaking the truth in all things, let us grow up in all things into him. Let us grow up in every area, every nutrient, everything he wants to teach us. Let us be a mature, well-rounded believer. Let us grow up in all things, not just pastoral ministry, not just evangelistic ministry, but in all things so God can be fully expressed through us on this earth. So it's not a part of Jesus but it's the full Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 16, from him, the whole body, the church in all its various parts, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies. When each part is working properly, causes the body to grow and mature building itself up in unselfish love. We need the whole body. It's like the body that we see, this human body. Many people have discriminated against apostles and prophets, and that's like cutting off part of the body, the human body, like mouth. The mouth and, mouth and eyes represent the, the, the prophets can see, and they speak the word of God. So it's like taking away that part of your body. 
Apostles are part of the foundation. They come with the power of God, the miracles. They correct. They have eyes to see when church, the church or believers are going off course. They have boldness to speak. This is the way of God. That we're not going the right way here. We need to go this way. This is the foundation. They have a special grace to keep the foundation in place. So that's like taking away your feet, the foundation. So now you have a body without eyes or mouth or the feet. We are all connected together as the body of Christ. You're not your own believer. We're about the same mission. We're not about our individual mission, but we're about the same mission, about God's will to be done, about his kingdom to come to this earth, for souls to be saved, for people to come into the kingdom, for them to become mature vessels of God, not just souls saved, but that they would be mature vessels of God who brings the kingdom to this earth. It's not just for a handful of people to be vessels of God and do work for the kingdom, but we should have the heart for everybody to do that, for all the believers to bring the kingdom to this earth, to be powerful vessels of God. And so therefore, we are one body. Our mission is about, the whole, concerns the whole body. We're not on our own individual mission. So, when part of our body is missing, that directly affects you. That directly affects all of us. And it is a huge issue. Right now, the church is operating without eyes and a mouth and feet. That's a pretty big issue. It's still glorifying God. It's still praising God. It's still worshiping God. It's still doing some things in the kingdom. Souls are still being saved. But my goodness, how much more effective and powerful we could do, be not to mention pleasing our father and being truly in his will and being and operating exactly how he wants us to be. We are his representatives. He needs us. So imagine how we could be if we would actually accept the, the leadership of the church the way that God has intended it to be, accepting the fivefold ministry. When you accept the fivefold ministry, you are going to become closer to Jesus. You're going to become growing as a mature believer, as a powerful vessel of God, unable to be deceived by the devil, being able to overcome uh, um, spiritual warfare. You're going to be able to see more prophetically. You're going to be able to walk in the power of God. And you're going to be able to make your father happy because just as right now, we're in a season right now where God is removing systemic racism and that's his heart. Like, this is a move of God. Like, that's where he is right now. Well, in the same way, he, you know, he He has spoken, he's been speaking this to me for almost four years now. That he, right now, like revival's beginning now, that apostles and prophets are being restored, that the fivefold ministry is being restored to the body of Christ, that that is his, where his heart is, that that is critical, that that is important. And so for us to ignore that 
is ignoring what God's doing right now. Just like if we ignore him removing systemic racism, we're ignoring God. So God wants you to understand how important this is and what this means for you when you accept it, when the body accepts it. And he wants you to know how it touches his heart so much. I mean, you are you are obeying him. You are coming into his will when you will accept his move of restoring the fivefold ministry. And when you will share it with others, when you share these videos or when you tell other people about this move that he is doing, this is absolutely God moving right now. And this revival will spread across the nation, across this world. If the world is changing, the body of Christ is changing forever. So join this work of God. Accept him. It's time to stop discriminating against parts of his, of his body, which, which is part of Jesus. It's time to accept fully him, him fully. The Bible talks about when you receive, when they receive you, he says to his apostles, they receive me. And then when they reject you, they're rejecting me. Wow, that's powerful. So if we're rejecting apostles and prophets of today, we're rejecting him. And when we accept them, we're accepting him. So it's a big deal. You know, when I first was introduced myself to the prophetic ministry, it changed my life. I have never become closer to Jesus than when I encountered the prophetic ministry and when I accepted it, didn't reject it, but accepted it. I got, I was then baptized in the Holy Spirit began speaking in tongues, um, experienced the power of God in my life, experienced his fire. Like I was on fire for him. The, I wanted that fire for so long. And it wasn't until I encountered the prophetic ministry that I received that fire. And I never, and then I experienced more joy and peace and contentment in my life. Like I never had before. And I would pray to God, God, I want people to experience the prophetic ministry like I have. And then I experienced the apostolic ministry and it was the same thing. I was experiencing more maturity. I was maturing as a, as a believer. I was able to be strong in the face of spiritual warfare. The devil wasn't winning. I was conquering. I, there was more spiritual warfare coming, but I was able to see more in the spiritual realm and conquer the devil's schemes. And so I, I would pray to God, God, let people experience the apostolic and prophetic ministry like I have. God, please let them. Jesus, that was my prayer. I knew so many, most of the, my Christian friends in my life and most Christians in America, in the world, hadn't experienced it. Um, but I was convinced it was Jesus and they needed him in, in, this, in this area of ministry. And... I had no clue that God would actually decide to use me directly <laughs> in the prayer that I was 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 praying to him. But um so I speak from my heart when I speak all of this, it's from my own personal experience. I'm passionate about this and God wants you to be passionate about it too.
because he needs his body to not only receive him, but be excited about this move because this is revival and this is how revival will grow and spread is when we accept him in this way, in what we see as new, but really what we see in the Acts church. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about what God's doing. I wanted you to learn today why this is so important and that it affects you so directly and to get excited. This is something very exciting. You're going to experience Jesus like never before. And we're going to see the church beautified like never before. The church is going to lose its its uh, identity as being judgmental and hypocritical and not of power. It's losing that. And people are going to see who Jesus really is. The world will change forever. Hallelujah. I declare that a fire would erupt in you for God's will to be done. May your eyes open up more to what I released today, to what God spoke to you today. May your eyes open up more and may you crave for God's will to be done. May you have a heart for his heart, what he wants to be done. May you have a heart for his people and for his kingdom. Truly the Father's work. Jesus says, I'm about my Father's business. This is his business. It goes beyond our personal, um, like our personal relationship with Jesus. That's the core and, and central, and that's where everything flows from. But it's important that we don't just stay like in our personal time of devotions and like just worshiping all the time in our room and never actually going out and doing the work and never actually going out and doing the kingdom business that God wants us to do, not what we want to do, but how he, what he wants to be done. That's what God is calling you to right now. So may this heart for his business to get done erupt in you, in Jesus' name. I release this anointing to you. In Jesus' name, amen.